resiliency. I think I think people do not understand what it really means to be resilient, you know, because they all say that they stick to the vision, you know, like, yeah, I'm motivated, I have this drive, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And one obstacle and they they look for the way out, you know, I, I don't know, it's just, it's not easy to be motivated constantly. In a matter of days, the entire world went into lockdown. Workers sent home, restaurants, shops, markets, closed. The streets were deserted. It was a forced stoppage of almost everything, except ideas. Presenting the up levels, Fascinating quarantine conversations with young thought leaders from around the world. How do we use this time to reflect, consider, and forge a bold plan forward? How do we up-level to a better normal? It's a shared global experience and the largest opportunity for collective empathy and understanding. Streaming chats. Streaming consciousness. A celebration of the ascension of purpose, spirit, and dreams. Welcome to the Up Levels. My name is Armando Matievich. Uh, I'm 33 years old. I come from uh, Split, uh, which is a small city on the coast, coast of Croatia. I run a techno, uh, technology company, uh, which is my main occupation. And I'm also a, an avid athlete for majority of my life. And currently I'm at home in Split. What's the technology uh, company? Uh, it's a technology hub. We, we invest and work with startups and we're also a community builder. Uh, with the main focus on virtual and augmented reality. No future there at all. No, no. <laughs> all right, Eve has the very first question. I would like to hear, first of all, how what's happening on the planet right now? What's your perception of it? Do you think it's, um, do you think it's going to create massive change in restructuring? Or do you think it's just uh, kind of a, an inconvenience right now that we're all going through collectively? Uh, how do you see it? And if you would follow that up with then, how do you feel as you move forward into it for you personally and for your work? And because you're a community builder for the community at large. So first of all, this might sound crazy, but in the long term, I think this is a good thing that happened. Even though I feel, I feel bad for all the people directly affected by it, of course especially here in Croatia, uh, uh, most of our uh, business uh, is uh, related to tourism. So this is, this is a big problem right now. 20% of our GDP is uh, relying on tourism directly. So for the whole country, country is a big problem. And these last couple of weeks, I had so many uh, friends and peers calling me, uh, just uh, trying to 
uh, get me to connect them with someone because they lost a job or they're in a bad situation right now because this crisis crisis revealed that majority of uh, small and medium businesses do not have cash reserves for more than one to two months. And that, that is a really, really bad thing uh, for all of them. And this current situation right now, I feel like this is a great opportunity for all of us to, to reach deep down into ourselves and try to be as creative as ever, you know, because right now we're all kind of in the same situation. You know, you know we're, we're, we're trapped like cage animals, right? And now everything that you have is your own skills, right? Your own skill set that you can somehow exercise over the, the uh, means of digital, right? So for me, that's a great opportunity, you know, because suddenly I have, to, I have the time to focus, you know, more than ever. And looking forward, uh, I think the long-term effects are going to be more on the positive side of the things. I, I believe that we can come out, come out out of this as winners, honestly. I wanted to follow up uh, on that a little bit, Armando. You're working with startups. You're a well-known personality in Split. You have a good following there. How, how would you characterize what your, your peers are going through right now or how their attitude, what their attitude is? So we work with a lot of startups and I would say the majority of startups belong into the early stage phase, right? And the number one thing that I pinpointed as a problem in all these years uh, is the lack of inspiration. So this is not about split. This is about startups everywhere and especially in the smaller communities, you know, because there, there are not, not enough of successful examples, you know, so people don't have enough uh, metric, you know, to, to compare with. And uh, so the inspiration is the number one thing they lack. And now with all this crisis, crisis uh, above their head, uh, it's like they need inspiration more than ever. And the, the second thing that they're missing and which is uh, so obvious is they're, they're not thinking in the long term, you know, because right now there's a crisis. Uh, the, the season is off, the, the high season is off. There's not going to be any tourists. We're not going to be making any money. Um, we're not going to be able to raise the money for, for the, from the investors and so on and so on. They're stuck within this couple of months viewpoint, I would say, whereas we're going to go past, past this, you know, eventually, you know, maybe in six months, maybe in 12 months, 18 months, we're going to go past it. And you have to be ready for when we go past it, you know, there's no point in like, what are you going to do? Are you going to stay inside your house and not do anything? You know, doesn't make any sense. So the, the number one problem I could say is people not being courageous enough to follow up on what they were planning to do. So when we were, when we were uh, deciding on the format for this startup incubator, my instinct told me that we need a month of intensive program almost every day with, with, the, with the participants in person. So it was literally me in front of them in a one big room, just being 100% energetic and super passionate about what I'm saying. And I just literally 
brainwash their heads. That's literally what I did. And now one month later, four or five kids out of 20 are like making stuff done, you know? Have you heard of Tony Robbins? I think you have another career. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Yeah. Tony Robbins is, so his parents came from Croatia to the States. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you're the next Croatian. <laughs> yeah, it could be. You never know, you never know. But I'm really, I'm really passionate about, about getting the best out of, out of the people, yeah. you know? Like I'm, really, I'm really passionate about it because uh, I realized that if I make you succeed, uh, I, I can share this joy and I can feel more successful if we both succeed. You're listening to The Up Levels, talking with young leaders obsessed with a better version of everything. So I'm, I'm thinking a lot about productivity, and that's basically what I've been doing my whole life. But in the last couple of years, I've gained uh, uh, lots of insight in terms of how do I really spend my time. And one thing that I did uh, this period was deleting my social media, my, my Facebook and Instagram to be exact. And it is such a freedom. It's, it's a, such a, I got so much of a mental space. And right now what I'm doing, I'm trying to inspire more people to get rid of it because we don't need it. We do not need it. It's making us unproductive. Average person uh, checks their phone, uh, the person on average checks their phone 2,600 times a day. Majority of that is due to social media. Every interruption is costly to our efficiency. It takes, on average, 20, 23 minutes, up to 23 minutes to get back to our train of thought, right? Uh, and how many do we get those per day, right? And we're not thinking about this, right? Because we took it for granted. It's our phone. It's embedded in our hand. We're supposed to use it. That's what they're telling us, you know? And I am so sick of it. It's really simple. It's this endless stream of rewards because your brain obviously gets the dopamine from all this stuff right so it's like a re reward and you want to get the, the rewards right so obviously you all can imagine all this all this uh younger generation just being uh morbidly obsessed with their uh alter ego on social media you know and i'm not even kidding kidding when i'm when, when i say that this is this could be the number one problem of our generation. You know, it's a serious, it's a serious issue, you know? And this is, this is another thing that I'm trying to, to kind of evangelize, evangelize to everyone, you know? Just like get rid of the social media, you know? Yeah. Because everyone is trying to, to like, they say, oh, I don't use it that much, I muted, and so on and so on. But it's not just about the time when you are inside the app. It's about 
you're constantly thinking in the terms of social media. You know, we go, we go and sit down to eat something and then you're thinking in the terms of social media because, oh, I want to take the, the, this angle of this photo of this food, you know, it's insane. It's insane. The Up Levels is produced by the Curiosity Generation. The first generation not defined by age. Well, honestly, like I can t- take Jeff here right now uh, as an example because Jeff inspired me so much. I don't know if I, Jeff, I don't know if I ever told you this, but you are quite an inspiration because when I see you being energetic about going abroad, doing a talk, connecting to people, networking like crazy, being inspired by crazy ideas, that's uplifting. You know, like I talk about you a lot. Like, I take pride in knowing you, you know, and you're, you're such a great person. You, you know, you just, you just, you just inspire me. We can learn a lot about a lot, a lot with you guys, but I think you need to give us a chance. You know, honestly, I don't, I don't think that, that maybe this sounded funny. I don't know, or weird, but I don't think you should shy away for, from trying to work with us. For example, I remember in, in November, uh, when we were for the conference in China, like Jeff is older than us, right? But like, I don't think anyone cared. <laughs> you know, nobody cared. Yeah. He was there. He was fun and I- engaging like like all of us, you know? I mean, well, better than, than most of the people, you know? So I don't think the, the age difference matters that much one thing that it's really it's really important that that you you guys could just remind us about it so before technology obviously life was quite simpler right my generation is looking to all these solutions to to problems that do not exist you know like and they're they're always trying to find an easy way out by using technology you know and I think I think we hmm. should hmm. we should remind uh, younger generations about how simple and and easy life can be, which is for me I'm al- I'm always trying to not to be dependent on too many things, you know. And uh, Jeff knows about the game that we're playing in a shallow water at the beach. Uh, one of the things that I always emphasize other than being a full, a perfect full body workout is the fact that you only need, uh, shorts or the, uh, the speedos, we, we use speedos and a small rubber ball. And the beauty of the game, which makes it so simple and so, so unique is that you don't need anything else. You can play with one person, with two, three, up to four or five. There's no winners. There's no losers. The only point of the game is to keep the ball above the the surface. And one of the reasons why we really love this is the the sheer beauty of the game. You know, the the points you get for making an attractive move or, or just diving for the ball. I think simplicity is a key to this full body exercise and uh one other thing once we you're in the water so there's no phone there's no technology 
And even though for, for majority of people, they would say this is only a game, but for me, it's much more. And it's so plain simple, you know? I strip down, I'm in my Speedos, I go in the water, and that's it, you know? No complicated, I don't need, even though I use VR, I, I, I love VR, I've been in a VR industry for six years now, like, I don't want to be using VR all the time. I don't want to be dependent on it. I don't want to spend my evening playing a game uh, for two, three hours, being sweaty and so, so on, and basically having a screen this far from, from my eyes. I want to have beautiful, simple things in life, you know? And I don't know, like these days, we need so many stimuli for everything that we want to do. So basically, I think you guys should remind us of how life can be beautiful when you just simplify it.